Have you ever offered a guarantee to your clients? Have you said to them something like, if this program doesn't meet these objectives or isn't completed on time, we'll give you some money back or we'll do something to show goodwill? Well, this is what a guarantee is about. And this week, I want to spend some time with you to think about the reasons why you might want to offer a guarantee and perhaps some of the reasons that you may not decide to offer a guarantee to your clients. This is the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett Hayes. Hey, welcome to the show. This is the Training Business Podcast. This is the show for people like you and me. If you're someone who is a trainer, if you're someone who is running a coaching business, if you're a self-employed consultant, well, this is the podcast for you because every week the focus is on the business of helping you to make money and generate income from your programs, your workshops, your courses, books, keynotes, etc. Now, if you're thinking, hey, I've none of those things yet, that's okay because there was a time when I didn't either. The good news is that we have topics every single week which are relevant to you and also people on the show who can relate to you and you to them because they are experienced instructors, they have run their own business for a while as coaches, as facilitators, as consultants, as trainers. And every single week without fail, we have something on the show every Thursday, in fact, to help you wherever you are on this wonderful journey of using your knowledge, expertise to make a living. I'm Mark. I'm a self-employed trainer. I'm a coach and a published author, and I run a coaching business. And I've been down the road where I've made lots of mistakes. And what this show has done for me in talking to people is to help me to be aware of possible solutions to the shortcomings that I encounter when running a business. So I'm really privileged to speak to people and to share their responses, their ideas, their stories with you every single week on the show. If you've not yet subscribed, you can click on follow or subscribe right now to be notified of great episodes as they come out. It takes only a couple of seconds and costs nothing to do. Now, this week I mentioned to you, we're going to look at the concept of a guarantee. What is a guarantee? Well, it really is where you say to someone, I'm going to stand over my coaching or my training or my track or my whatever that thing is, and if we do not reach this agreed outcome, I will do X in return. I will guarantee, therefore, that you will not lose. Now, are there reasons why you would want to offer a guarantee to your clients? Well, yes, I can think of three key reasons. One, it builds trust and credibility because a guarantee shows confidence in your skills, your people, your programs, your materials, your app, etc., etc. It demonstrates that you stand behind the quality of your work, and this can build trust and credibility with potential clients. Secondly, it helps to differentiate you from the competition, because 
consulting, training is, of course, a competitive business. And when you have some kind of guarantee, and not everyone will offer a guarantee, it can set you apart from others in your space. It gives potential clients a reason to choose you over competitors who may not offer such assurances. Now, if you're selling into some big organizations, uh, let's say a blue chip client, a Fortune 100 company, you know, multi um, site businesses with multiple business units, multiple offices, hundreds, thousands of employees, they or their procurement people will look for something like some kind of guarantee clause or something which at least reduces the amount of risk in giving you the, the training contract or the business. The third thing is it reduces their risk. And again, this comes back to what procurement or people in general look for, because people might be hesitant to invest in consulting or training or coaching unless there is a clear understanding that if this thing is not met, uh, we get something in return or we at least return to the state we were in before we engaged you. So a guarantee mitigates their risk by assuring them that they will see results or receive certain benefits from your program, your people, or at the very least, return to the state they were in before they engaged you. Now, you will not necessarily want to want to offer a guarantee to everyone or even a guarantee for every one of your programs or under all circumstances. You might choose to offer a guarantee to certain kinds of clients or you might choose to offer a guarantee when the program is above a certain threshold. Let's say it's 100,000 plus uh, dollar or euro or pound uh, engagement, then the guarantee is valid then. So it's up to you under which conditions you choose to offer a guarantee. But this also is something which is contractual. So you've got to be really careful about the context in which you offer a guarantee. But I can tell you that when people are looking at uh, programs or thinking of investing training one of the things that makes a program attractive is someone saying, if this does not work, we're so confident it will work, we're willing to offer a guarantee. So what kinds of guarantees could you offer your clients? Well, one, a skills improvement guarantee. This is where you assure uh, participants will acquire specific skills or competencies to a given level or to or within a time frame and maybe then with some additional coaching or training or a partial refund if desired outcomes are not achieved by you or by them and what i've done is instead of saying we'll give you money back what we'll say is we will continue to support that individual or cohort in a certain way for a certain amount of time. However, that has to be subject to their effort, uh, completing certain requirements, assessments, etc. So what this means is that if you offer a skills improvement guarantee, your client feels you're committed to their results. The next kind of guarantee might be a client satisfaction guarantee. Now, this obviously, as the the name suggests, is a bit uh, hard to tie down. 
But what it means is you're standing behind the quality of your training, your coaching, etc. And you might offer a partial refund or a repeat session at no additional cost if a client is dissatisfied. Now, what does dissatisfaction mean? Well, that's up to you to define. It can't just be that someone says, oh, I didn't like the program. What does that mean, didn't like the program? Is it that it didn't serve their needs? In which case, were they properly qualified to be on the program in the first place? Or were they unable to log in or complete some assessments or access some materials? So, you know, client satisfaction is a, is a broad term. You really want to be clear about what that means and how satisfaction or dissatisfaction is measured. And you want to really stipulate this in advance. And this is where small print in your contract is important. But what your client wants to see is that you are committed to investing your effort in the program to the extent that when they have completed the program, they feel that you are, you know, really wedded to their success. And so I want people to say, hey, that was a great program. And they're willing to give me testimonials. They're willing to make recommendations. They're willing to film videos, et cetera, et cetera. And that's so, so important. So client satisfaction isn't just, you know, hey, a happy sheet. I like this. You're great. Uh, goodbye. It's something which allows me then to leverage their satisfaction to get something like a recommendation, introduction, testimonial, etc. So it's in your interest actually to want to give people um, the support, the content, or the direction so they're happy. And as long as you're clear on what that happiness means, it's not just emotional, it's commercial. It's something which you have measured or clarified with your client in advance. So this is what I mean by satisfaction. This is how we'll measure the outcome of the training or the coaching. And if this does not happen, this is what we'll do about this. The third thing is implementation support guarantees. This means that you're willing to provide support uh, in the after phase, following the training, following the coaching to help people to get ROI, return on investment or return on training investment. So I'm willing to stick around and to help you to sustain, embed, drive momentum in a program. And interestingly, talking to many buyers of learning and development over the years, I know that this is often what people worry about. The program was great. Now what? What do we do? So you have some thought given to how you can help your client keep this satisfaction going, generate ROI, help them to embed the learning, ensuring that they're getting value from it even when you've gone. Now, this means to me, at least, that I'm thinking of ways to sell them more services. So, okay, we'll do the training, but then we'll also help your managers to embed this with their teams. And I think this is an opportunity to sell a service to sustain, for example, continuous assessment or further coaching or a refresh. So six months from now, we'll come in and we'll do an assessment. 12 months from now, we'll come in and we'll do a refresh. 14 months from now, we'll come in and we'll do an advanced version of this course. So we're not saying goodbye. We're ensuring that we're 
tagging along with our client and ensuring they have what they need because learning is a continuous journey. And what your client often wants is to know that once the training is over or the coaching is over or whatever that engagement is, that they have a lifeline to you. Um, if they need you, maybe they don't, but they've got some uh, you know, confidence that there is a next thing or at least something to ensure that they derive value continuously from the program. So think of it like further support or customer success. In fact, that resonates with me because many of my clients have customer success departments because what they want to ensure that when they're uh, providing whatever uh, goods or services or training or, or you know, products they deliver to their clients, that their clients want them to be around. And I know that when people are concerned about training, it's usually when they don't know what the next step is. So think about how you can offer some kind of guarantee. And obviously you're selling this as something which is a service, which gives them the confidence that there is um, something in place to ensure quality on the long-term basis. Now, are there dangers to you offering guarantees? Well, of course there are. I'll give, you, I'll give you some of them. First of all, financial liability. Guarantees can expose your brand, your business as a consultant, as a trainer, a coach to financial risks. If a significant number of clients invoke the guarantee and request refunds or additional services or replacement services, it could result in financial strain, especially if your business is not prepared to handle such claims. Let's say you've got five clients on the go and they all, touch wood, hopefully not, claim some kind of um, concession or some kind of reparation because a program or something hasn't worked. Uh, that could affect your cash flow. So you really want to be clear under which conditions your client can invoke the guarantee. And again, this is where small print counts. So think about which percentage of the program fee someone can uh, request back or when they can do that at the end of the program, during the program, because you're running a business. Now, to give you some examples here, I worked with a client recently and we agreed the SOW or statement of work, meaning what the program would entail for 25 learners, but the contract for services the way it was written by their procurement department, put all the onus on me to perform and the client could withhold payment at any time for any reason. Now, obviously, I pushed back on this with the help of someone else who has experience in contracts and we changed that small print. So be very careful about the implications of people taking you up on your guarantee and how that can affect your financial position. The second danger is unrealistic expectations. So setting ambitious guarantees may lead to unrealistic client expectations. If the guarantees are not met or can't be met because the program is affected by factors beyond your control, such as trainees or coaches, clients, if you will, not turning up for all sessions or people not completing modules or not doing the work, etc. That's something I can control. And we had several people recently simply refuse to take part in the training for whatever reason. Uh, 
politics maybe, but I can't make them show up and do the work or take part in the program. So I'm not their manager. So I want to be clear that I'm not extending uh, guarantees to what people do. I can set guarantees to what I do and control the quality of what I and my team do. And that brings me to my third thing, which is quality control challenges. If you're hiring associates to deliver training or working with VAs, uh, virtual assistants, or in fact, anyone in your business, you have to ensure you're hiring quality people. If you're using systems like some kind of learning management system, you have to ensure you're using the right one. If there is a lack of oversight or quality control, your business may struggle to deliver on promises, which leads to dissatisfaction. I'll give you an example. Recently, I hired a VA, very first time on this kind of project, and to say they were hopeless is to, uh, is to be kind. They were unreliable. They initially said they'd be available to do all the admin on this training project for up to 10 hours a week. It turned out it was actually only two hours a day, uh, so it didn't match my needs. And when my client had problems, they were unreachable. So that makes you look bad or made me look bad. And so you really want to be clear that anything which is uh, concerned or affected by your guarantee is something which you can control. If you're hiring other trainers, other people to deliver something, you want to be sure that they're doing their thing. If you're not working with quality people, quality uh, products, quality software, quality systems, again, this affects you. So be careful that your guarantee does not extend to things you cannot control. Okay, so I think a guarantee is still a great thing to lead with under the right circumstances, as long as you do five things. One, choose wisely. Choose which programs, which of your workshops, which of your learning tracks you will attach a guarantee to. Not everything. I don't. I've got one program, a flagship program, and maybe your flagship or signature program is the one that's right to attach a guarantee to, because that's the one you've the most confidence in. It's the one you run the longest for the longest time. It's the one with the biggest price tag. Therefore, the risk is worth it for you. It's the one you've run many times. So you know where, if at all, someone will have challenges and you'll have some solutions for them based upon experience. Second thing is clear and specific terms. This again is where your statement of work comes in, where the training contract or, or contract for work uh, comes in and where you need really clear writing uh, definitions about what is under guarantee, what isn't, in scope, out of scope. It's specific, it's measurable, and it's within your capabilities and control. Avoid making broad promises which are challenging, costly, time-consuming, or impossible to, to fulfill. The third thing is strong evaluation and improvement processes. In other words, you've got to have some robust evaluation methods to track the things you're guaranteeing. So using data to identify areas for improvement. The guarantee is there like an insurance policy for your client, but hopefully you're working on the kinds of things that um, could be weak points so you can reduce the possibility of someone needing to invoke that guarantee. Okay, think about how you can improve your services, get feedback, find where find out where there are 
uh, quality control issues or complaints or delays and, and do something about that. The fourth thing is transparent communication. You've got to clearly communicate the terms of your guarantee to your clients, including any limitations or conditions, because what you want to do is to manage client expectations from the outset. This helps prevent misunderstandings later on. If you promise a guarantee and someone decides to invoke that guarantee and then you don't provide that guarantee or remedy, that makes you look really, really bad. So think about communicating at all times what the guarantee is, under which conditions it can be availed of, and to what limit, et cetera, et cetera. And that's all about communication, you know, really consistent communication before, during, and after. And the final thing I would say is financial planning, because you have to think about the potential financial impact of the guarantees and have contingency and plans in place to handle those, uh, you know, financially provide for them if necessary. You're running a business after all, so a guarantee is something which could cost you money or clients if you're not careful. So there are my thoughts today on the the reasons, and I think there are some really good reasons here, as to why you would offer a guarantee to your clients, perhaps on the right program, under the right circumstances, where you're confident actually it's attractive to them, but you know your people or your product or your systems, your programs, your workshops, to the extent that you know where there are or have been uh, challenges and issues, and you know how to remedy those. So it's like having an insurance policy. Um, Statistically speaking, insurance companies uh, will sell products that they know you will typically not need to um, avail of, but if you do, it's under certain terms and conditions. And I know from experience, when I offer a guarantee to people, that is a sign of confidence that I have in my program and my people, and it also reduces their stress levels, particularly if your program is new to them or you're new to them as a provider of learning and development services or consulting services, coaching, training, etc. And so it helps them to feel good about the decision in doing business with you. That's it for this week. Thanks for your time. I would love to hear your ideas for future episodes of the show. A couple of great guests coming up very soon. You'll have heard Martin John last week, cracking episode, really loved talking to Martin. And people have asked me for those kinds of episodes, so I'm going to deliver more conversations with trainers, coaches, uh, running their own business and what their story is. And there's loads to learn from people's stories. Thank you for your time this week, and I look forward to having you next week on the show, or at least as a listener to the show. Until then, look after yourself. Bye for now. Thanks once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. See you next time.